All right, welcome back to For Whom the Bell Trolls, a podcast brought to you by Trolls Under a Bridge. I'm your ever-present host, Wolfe, and here's my best friend, Jolly. He's the man, the myth, the legend. We can't get enough of him. Oh, exactly. And if you can, well, I'm going to keep on talking. Oh, there's never enough. I feel like there's a song reference to be made here, but we don't have that kind of money, so. Oh, it's none. Yeah, no. Can't do that. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we bring you back with us today to discuss, well, you know, pretty much whatever the hell we want. But today in particular, it's all about video games. It's Friday, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, big day. yeah. Oh, big day on Friday. And what better thing to talk about on Friday than what used to be the greatest thing about video games ever than couch co-op. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so ready for it, man. Back Ooh, to the beat-em-up days of Super Nintendo. Ooh, wow. Mm. We're going deep. Oh, yeah, man. I've been waiting for years to talk about this because, in my opinion, Cutthroat Island was actually a really good game. Oh, come on, man. You can't still argue on behalf of that game. No. Uh, well, you know, I was just saying. Um, Just a quick side note. I never actually played it, and I just like to give him crap. Um, That's okay. Why don't you go back to Pirates of Darkwater? Listen. Genesis. Oh, no, not Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> Pirates of Darkwater on Super Nintendo. Side-scrolling beat em up Pirates of Darkwater on Genesis. Adventure platformer? Yeah, that was really difficult. Like most things on Genesis. Oh, yeah, it was ridiculous. Like Lion King on Genesis? Oh, my God. But anyways, we're not talking about those types of no, games No, no, no. Today is all about couch co-op. So, I know you, Wolfe, have a lot to say about this. Oh, we could go pretty deep on this one. I'm a big fan of couch co-op. Oh, yeah, we're going super deep today. So, how do you feel about couch co-op? I hate it. Oh, okay. All right, that's it, folks. Uh, thanks for tuning in. We'll see you again on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, I didn't do this job <clears throat> to interview people. Are you kidding me? Oh. Yeah, what at all makes you think I have any journalistic integrity whatsoever? Yeah, I can't even spell the word. I'm wearing a bandana, for God's sakes. I can't be trusted. Yeah, if you wonder about that, just check out our Instagram. Don't do it. <laughs> no, we're here to talk about couch co-op and have a good time. It's a subject that's very near and dear to our hearts, but in particular, it's something that I really miss. I feel like along the way, the video game industry decided that it was more cost-efficient for them to just push buying more consoles and more TVs and more copies of the game. Like I can understand for a business model how that's more beneficial to them. But at the same time, it's not like we're not getting any couch co-op games anymore. They're just kind of in a weird place overall. Yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of that. But also, I mean, that doesn't it kind of feel like that's what we're moving towards anyways with the ease of access with the internet, things like that. I mean, think about how terrible split screen was. Oh, God, there was, okay, defining moment for your life. What's better, horizontal or vertical split on the split screen? Just for clarification, because I can't think of it, vertical was the, uh, like, actual, like, half and half. Well, yeah, vertical is up and down, and horizontal is side to side. Okay, yeah. So, instead of having player one, player two, it was player one, player two. Oh, no, definitely. Think about, like, Uh, the old Mario Kart versus Splinter Cell Conviction. Yeah, no, horizontal was definitely always better. Oh, absolutely. I I needed more. I needed more width. Okay, that's why, that's why widescreen stayed, and, well... Other stuff didn't. Okay. Well, yeah, it's not called tall screen. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay, and there's a reason I for that. I could have used a better example. I could have just mentioned Seven Days to Die. Remember oh. when we used to play that split screen? Uh, I don't yeah. recommend it because was... it involved me having the literal piss scared out of myself one day <laughs> because of a cop zombie just appearing in a doorway that I didn't know he was there because of the vertical split. Oh, yeah, dude. That that vertical split gave you nothing but tunnel vision. And, I mean, think about it. We've like I got the game and me and you started playing it together. Couch Co-Ockers like, hey, we could play this together. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and then we finally we each got a version of the copy and started playing it online with each other. Like, wait a second, you th- there's a quick option for this? There's okay. so much more I can do now. <laughs> yeah, what exactly. is this nonsense? I didn't know this option was on the screen. To be fair, I think playing that game split screen was more of a hardcore challenge because you had such a narrow <laughs> right, field of yeah. view. Like it made it a lot more intense. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that couch co-op is dead, but we've definitely got away from it a lot. Mm-hmm. And I do kind of feel, I kind of agree with you on a lot of things, because, I mean, it, it, that is missing. You know, where where's <clears throat> the fun of sitting around? And some games have explored it, still. I mean, you look at Man of Medan with how it tries Ooh, to do things. I love Man of Medan. Oh, yeah, dude. I think we need to sit down and actually, like, you know, do a video for everybody of us playing that at some oh, point. Oh, wow. Yeah, um, I'd really like an opportunity to do a long play of the entire series because it started with Until Dawn, and then you got Man of Medan, and then just recently, uh, Little Hope was released. It's the third game by those developers. It's the second game in the, I think it's called the Haunted Pictures Anthology, which Man of Medan was the first part of that. Yeah. It's super massive games made them, and they're all fantastic oh they're so great with how they did it. i mean you, you go back a couple of years ago and you tell somebody hey we made this game where you're pretty much watching a majority of it and then mm-hmm. you make decisions here and there and it's going to be on major consoles people would have laughed at you i mean well, like that's not fun i i'm not so old and it hasn't been so long i still remember when until dawn was being marketed when people were trying to explain it in all of the associated press yeah about how the game functioned like what it was nobody really did a good job of explaining it like it's an experience that you need to have yourself to really comprehend because it's not like i know there's a joke Jokes abound, as a matter of fact, of, oh, this game is just a walking simulator. Yeah. It's not quite like that. No, This is definitely more of an interactive, like, media experience. Hell, even in Man of Medan, there's called a theater mode where you can sit down with five other people on the couch and everybody picks a character that they want to control and you just pass the controller. Yeah. So, I'm sorry, but one controller for five players... That's innovation, baby. Like, that's exactly. what we need in the yeah. couch co-op sector. Oh, no. There definitely needs to be a lot more placed into that. But I understand, like, the days of the split screen is really kind of pushing people away. But when you find ways like that to kind of work with a little bit more, I think mm-hmm. there there is space to go into that. And that's a game that, okay, yeah, you can play it single player and it's super, like, engaging. But maybe your friend's don't want to just sit there and watch you. Maybe they want to be a part of it too. And like being able to pass the controller or have one other friend with you and like you go to make a decision and then they make a decision you were not expecting. Mm-hmm. And now you're kind of like in this weird spot. That's fun to me. Yeah. That's man of a Dan in a nutshell. Oh yeah. And you go back and you look at 
couch co-op throughout the years. I mean, there was just so many different ways of doing it in the past, whether, you know, the beat em up, like we already mentioned. Oh, yeah. You have Golden Axe, Streets of Rage. Oh, yeah. Then you've got your Gauntlets, and then you've got... There's just... There have been so many good ones that it's almost difficult to remember the bad ones at this point. Yeah, I mean... And... That that type of stuff to me was just so much fun because there was this added side to teamwork that you had to deal with in there. Like mm-hmm. now you're online with your friends and like, oh well, you drop down to a planet on Destiny and they can run to another part of the planet and still be on your team and everything. Yeah. You know, <coughs> excuse me, but you know, you get into uh, Gauntlet. And if you have a friend that wants to go somewhere and you want to go to another place. And, Psych. Yep. And then you both get split by the screen. So mm-hmm. then you got to decide, okay, well, I can't go any further. You can't go any further. One of us has to work our way back to mm-hmm. the other. And then we have to decide which way to go. <laughs> Many times I have been stuck on obstacles in the level design. Yeah, I've almost rage quit on people in the past just because of that. But it was just, it was fun afterwards when you got to sit down. But I mean, look what we did. We created our own little... We stuck it inside the game uh, mm-hmm. case, and it was a like a hall of fame, where you had your narcoleptic dwarf uh-huh. that would like constantly sit down and fall asleep for whatever reason. The yellow dwarf will fall asleep after he's been idle for about forty five seconds, and it is the funniest thing you've ever seen. Oh yeah, it's great because we'll all be sitting there doing stuff, and all of a sudden his character's down sleeping. We're like, okay, well we. We got to do stuff today, man. <laughs> hey, hey, buddy. You want to uh, get up and keep adventuring today, maybe? Oh, yeah. And, you know, that's that's the kind of fun that couch co-op brings to you in gaming. Now, I'm not saying you can't have that kind of fun online. I know you is. certainly can, but it was just... It's almost nostalgic, in a sense, to yeah. be like, Hey, I'm hanging out with my friends in person. Like, what do you guys want to do? You want to try this game out? It's, I mean, it's a lot more simple than... Hey, man, if you're coming over, make sure you bring your PlayStation and your TV and everything else. And Yeah. And, you know, just to clarify, when we're talking about we're talking about actual couch cooperative type of games. I know with fighters, you can still like any type of fighting game. You can you can go and you can get with your friend. You can compete against each other. That's yeah. always going to be a thing of that. And that's why fighting games are always going to stick because you have that level of connection there where, hey, man. Hey, we're all going over to each other's house this weekend, and we're gonna have a uh, injustice tournament. You know, ooh, injustice. I don't really know. No one invites me to play fighting games unless <laughs> they want the free win. There's a reason for that. I, I I learned the teleport combo. Okay, of course you did. You and every other scrub. Hey, it's Scorpion. What can you expect? Listen, man, nothing is worse than Nightwing in that game. Okay, not even Batgirl. Let's just. <laughs> oh, and yeah. by the way, giant. Giant F you to Ed Boon for knowing that I hated the Mortal Kombat franchise and then making me play it by putting superhero skins on it. Oh, yeah. Well, your love for DC is going to be well known throughout this. Well, for as long as we do this podcast, actually. Listen, dude, there's only two heroes that matter at all. Okay. And that's Green Lantern and The Flash. And that's it. They're the only ones that are important. I can agree with you on that. Okay. We'll stay away from the Holy Trinity. Oh, what's that? What's oh, that typing oh, right my here? My ear is actually ringing. World's greatest right detective. Now. Yeah, no, I'm not going to mess with that one. Doesn't do a lot of detective work these days. Anyway, <laughs> still hasn't figured out who killed his parents. Oh, oh yeah, no. Maybe we should have another reminder of that in the next film. 
I don't know. It's probably something we need to see on screen every time Batman appears in a film yeah. until the end of time. Yeah. The next the next one with Robert Pattinson as Batman will probably show his parents getting killed. Yeah. Well, anyways, back to the gaming podcast. Uh, oh, shit. Is that what we're doing? Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoopsies. But no, yeah. The uh, I mean, Couch Club's brought us so much throughout the years, man. But there is the other side to it. And I can understand why it's moved that way. A lot more people... Just the amount of friends you can gain online that we wouldn't be friends with. That's true. And so it came up to the point of like couch co-op is fun. Couch co-op is great. But online games give us so much more. I get my entire screen to myself. I get my Uh couch to myself. I don't have to be presentable to other people. Okay. (laughs) You know, I can just chill and enjoy myself and be on a headset with some, with somebody lives, you know, couple hundred miles thousands of miles away hey man i mean we regularly played destiny with people literally spread out to every corner of the u.s and oh, yeah. even people overseas like there's no way we would have been able to make friends with them oh, yeah, outside exactly. of that yeah yeah exactly man and i mean we talked about paragon too we made a lot of friends doing that mm-hmm. and like they were really uh I mean, there's people we wouldn't be able to converse with, you know? I mean, we had friends in Pennsylvania and Missouri and California, mm-hmm. and, you know, there are some Canadians in there, and we treated them nicely. Some Aussies and some Brits. Oh, and, yeah. You know, just good people all the way around. Oh, yeah, great, man. We had a fun time, just people from all different walks of life. And uh, that's what online gaming brings. So I can definitely see the, the appeal to it, because it wasn't just... I don't like going just the blame on developers and, you know, the maker, the consoles and all that. Because, yes, there was a business side to it. But the fact of the matter is the players were asking for it. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, honestly, even though I prefer couch co-op, like I said, I think it's more of a nostalgia thing than anything else. Yeah. Excuse me. I understand entirely why the business decisions were made. They're like, hey, move more units, make more money. And capitalism is not the greatest evil in the world like some people try to make it out to be. If you like a business and you support it and you buy their product, it gives them more money to make more products that you yeah. enjoy. Yeah, and exactly. And just like, like any, it's really simple. Yeah, and like anything we ever talk about in this, once again, indie developers are small developers. Um, they're the ones that push this type of stuff and they're the ones that's helped develop it. So, you know, you had those games coming out that were like, oh, you know, ahead of their time almost that developed towards a more online multiplayer style mm-hmm. or at least a land style. Cause that's really, you know, once you start doing land and also, Halo. Again, Oh yeah, man. Halo, like Bungie changed the game, you Listen, know, I, and they weren't the first to do it. I mean, let's think about unreal tournament <laughs> and all that, yep. but I mean, Bungie changed it with how multiplayer was handled and that, that I think things like that is what, led to there being more of a focus on online multiplayer because the you know the production companies and everybody else was like hold hold on a second like there's actual money in this Mm. and the infrastructure is being built for us and we can start getting into this and making it bigger and now i mean you look at it and look at esports just in general it's huge and a lot of that has to deal with the fact of the internet being so easy to use you yeah. can get these guys from everywhere. You can do ranked in your game. 
Yeah, absolutely. Like the infrastructure is there to actually support all the things that we've been wanting. So first and foremost, we're going to go back to Unreal. Um, <clears throat> Cliff Blazinski, hallowed be his name. We love the man. He did oh, yeah. a lot for the genre. He's one of those guys that was in the industry that is really responsible for what it is today. And I appreciate everything that he did. But looking back at everything, I my own personal anecdotal evidence, like Halo sold so many Xboxes. <laughs> yeah. Because people figured out, wait, I don't have to have a computer to have a LAN party? Yeah. Like, I remember still in high school, as much as this is going to date me by saying this, that in high school we had a Halo 2 tournament in the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. With 16 players. Mm -hmm. Like, at a time, it was like a round-robin style thing. It was like 16-player free-for-all. Oh, yeah, man. I remember with we like to... five or six rounds. Like, we had a lot of people there that day. And there were still people playing their own games of Halo off to the side, like just uh, having fun. Oh, yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, I remember, I remember when we got together. You know, I was a band nerd in high school, you know? And one of those, that was one of those things. They did like a, a, a dance for the band at the end mm-hmm. of the year, and we could all get together and have some fun, blah, 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 blah. What really it turned out to was a LAN party for Halo. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I was a PS2 fanboy. That's all I ever played was mm-hmm. PlayStation 2 games. I wanted an Xbox to play Halo, but also knew that I couldn't justify that. Yeah, that I'm only ever going to buy it for this one <laughs> yeah. game. So maybe there will be stuff in the future. Yeah, I like. yeah. So I just you know made sure I hung out with my friends very very often so I could play it. And oh, like it explains everything. Ex- now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the only reason why we're brothers. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's, I, that's fair. No, but yeah. I mean, the, like that 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 just stopped being a dance, and we put up a bunch of TVs. Mm-hmm. Like we found some TVs in the back. Someone had brought one, and this is this is before like it was ex- like you could easily buy like a a flat what a flat screen TV. Okay, we didn't have a lot of flat screens yet in those days. Yeah, they were accessible. Like I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm this old. <laughs> like no, that we had that type of stuff. But for the most part, not all of us could afford those. Oh, no, they were still really expensive back then. Yeah, so you're carrying around this big tube. Well, not necessarily a tube TV, but then... Listen, if you came into that office and it didn't take four people and a small child to carry your console and your television, you were doing it wrong. Oh, yeah, exactly. And that's why I can kind of feel for the guys before us in like the the, the later 90s, like mid and late 90s that were carrying their entire desktop around Mm -hmm. to do these LAN parties. Oh, my God, that was tragic. Yeah. Yeah, and that's... That, My that tower the, weighs like five pounds, okay? Oh, yeah. That's a far cry. Yeah, could you imagine that with a monitor that weighed just about the same, if not more? Ugh. Like, oh, man. Like, I remember it's only five pounds. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, try putting it in a backpack. Yeah, I'll say. I remember the early Dell desktops, oh, like Lord. the really cheap ones. You in mean the, the ones that were made out of adamantium? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Solid steel core. Like, exactly, right? Like, Jesus, man, this thing is heavy. Like, yeah, just move that from the counter to over the... No, with what crane? Thank yeah, you. no shit. Am I going to get, like, seven more men in a Santeria priest? Like, <laughs> who's going to help me do this? <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, online play, land play, and all that stuff, it really kind of led to... I wouldn't necessarily call it the death of Couch Co-op. I don't think Couch Co-op no, is not dead. dead. You, it's, you really can't say that it's dead when we get things like Overcooked. Yeah. Oh, or, my God. Uh, oh, my God. I love that game. Anyway, <clears throat> this is not an Overcooked fan cast, <laughs> I promise. It could be. It, it might well be in the future. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? 
uh, it was two guys like you have to escape from prison together. What was it? It was like two stories, something along those lines. It was meant to be played couch co-op, but even then you still had the online yeah. option. And that was the whole thing was that there was this back and forth between the two characters. Like I would have to go climb through the vents to open this thing. And then you would have to go around and actually access the area. Like, yeah. Games like that, even like Portal. Oh, yeah. Games like that that require you to work together, like that force that teamwork, is great. Yeah. Whereas you have games like Man and Medan, that even if you're playing the online co-op, you you really, you could still do it in person, I guess. Like, you could yeah. secretly be a jerkwad and just hope nobody figures it out. I've never done this. But that's one of the features of the game, is that you're playing online, two players, you are responsible for your own choices. Like you can choose to screw over your buddy and save your character. Oh yeah. It makes like, for great fun. Actually. It's I mean, wonderful. And it's definitely not at all the reason I refuse to play these games with you people. Uh, well, you know, we are the trolls. Okay. That's kind of what we do. We all float down here. Yes, we all do. Um, surprisingly not a lot of floating in that movie. Anyway, exactly. I digress. Right. So, uh, it's getting close to our first little break. Well, should we take a break? I don't know. It's looking... Well, hey, you know, time. man. Hey, we, we got to make money. And we got to give the listeners a little bit of a break, too. I need a little bit of a break. So, we're going to take a small break. Before we take the break, though, guys, please, if you're enjoying it so far, if you're listening on YouTube, give us a like, clobber that subscribe button, and crush that notification bell. I mean, just crush it. That way you know what's coming up. Okay? I didn't do it this time. I know, I was waiting for you to do it. No, but you didn't buddy, do it. I, was, I didn't want to steal your thunder. I'm not exactly, uh, you know, happy about that. But hey. Crush. Thank you so much. Everyone was waiting for it. Okay, also, guys, please check the description below. Leave us a comment, okay? And, you know, like, we just stumbled over a few things. If you knew the name of that game, go ahead and let us know. That's just the name of it. If you, you know. Oh, my God, you're so dumb. I can't believe you didn't know. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead and leave us those comments right now. And uh, we'll come back from the break, and we got a little bit more for you. Absolutely. Yes, sir. We will be right back. Everybody, stay tuned. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to give you guys a sneak peek of a new uh, a new feature we're thinking about incorporating. Oh, yeah, man. We're always looking for new ways to entertain you, and you know, we'll figure we'd do a new segment. Uh, what you got for me today here? Well, today I think we're going to test your knowledge of voice actors. Oh, voice actors, okay. Absolutely. So what's going to happen for everybody at home is I'm going to list off several video game characters, and Jolly's responsibility is to tell us who the actor was. I'm not going to tell him if he was right or wrong. It's up to you to decide. Okay, yeah, I mean, I'm, I think I'm ready, you know. I feel pretty good. All right, well, I mean, it's our inaugural attempt, so I'm going to softball some of these in there to you. They're not going to be super hard, so don't worry. Okay, so okay. it's going to increase in difficulty? <clears throat> no, it's, it's going to be on a sliding scale. Okay. All right. We'll start off with an easy one. Who is the voice actor of Nathan Drake from the Uncharted franchise? Mm. Well, yeah, that, that is a pretty easy one, man. That's definitely Nolan North. All right. All right. We're going to keep going. Let's see. Who did the voice... Of the ghost from Destiny 2. The ghost from Destiny Like your ghost? Yes, your personal ghost. Oh, man. Okay, so, so it changed in Destiny. Um, from Dinklebot to... Oh, 
Nolan North. There you go. Okay. He's starting to get the game. Okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Harder question. Saints Row the Fourth, the President of the United States. Ooh, that is a difficult That's a one. deep dive, buddy. Oh, Come on. Man. Don't let me down here. Man, I did, I'll be honest with you. I didn't really play it that much, but I have seen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but if I remember correctly, it was, it was Nolan North. All right. That's the answer you're sticking with? Yeah. All right. Two more. They're only going to get harder from here. Okay. All right. Deadpool the video game from 2013. Who was the voice of Deadpool? Nolan North? Absolutely. All right. This has just been a little too easy for him. All right. I've got one, though. I promise you. This one is going to stump him. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Injustice, the fighting game from Neversoft, like we talked about, the DC skin Mortal Kombat. Okay, yeah. Who was the voice of General Zod? Uh, that was, that was also Nolan North. All right. Good job, buddy. You nailed that one. All right. Five out of five. Uh, 10 out of 10. IGN okay, would I, approve. I, all right. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Yep, that's that it for the segment. Oh. Thank you everybody so much for joining in and being a part of that. Let us know in the comments how you feel about it. Let us know how Jolly did. Yeah. Maybe he know. got it. Maybe he didn't. It's up to you to decide. Yeah. I. You know, I'm just, I'm just going to move on with it. That was, yeah, that was fun. We'll, we'll definitely work hey, on it. It's a good little brain tickle in yeah. the middle to make sure oh, we're yeah, staying was, sharp, staying focused. Yeah, it, was, it definitely had a sliding scale of difficulty. It absolutely was. Yeah. Okay. Um, Stay tuned for the next episode featuring Tara Strong. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> so what we're talking about... <laughs> yeah, we're talking about couch co-op. So you wanted yeah. to mention... We mentioned Nolan North. I mean, everybody likes to talk about Nolan North. I mean, especially Nolan North. Oh yeah, you know. And when you're good at a certain thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The only hate that I have for him is because he's so much more successful than <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah, <am>. exactly. <laughs> like this man took one thing. Like took that very particular voice he's got. I mean, he's done other voices. Not he has. He actually, wrong. if you look at his page yeah. on IMDb, he's done a surprising number of voices in TV shows and. Yeah. Movies and video games. Yeah, so for another thing that uh, I, I guess you can kind of, it's like partially couch co-op because you can play with a friend. Mm-hmm. Avengers just came out, right? Oh, I didn't know that had uh, like a offline co-op feature. I'm pretty sure it was two. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Go ahead and correct me. Fight me. I did worse on that than I did the trivia, apparently. Hey, man, yeah. I was just really slinging them in there. Those were 98-mile-an-hour fastballs. I know. I really had to think it, on bro. a few of those. Okay. I'm proud of you. That's all yeah. I'm saying. You did no, a great uh, job. Yeah, I mean, you look at that, Avengers. I mean, that could have been a college co-op game. Oh, who was the voice of Tony Stark in the new Avengers game? Uh, oh, that was Nolan North. Ah, it also has Troy again. Baker. It also has Travis yeah. Willingham and Laura Bailey, which... You know, for those of you who may listen to our other podcast, might also be fans of those two as well, with their connection to it's Dungeons and Dragons. Like they've done something related to D and D. I just can't put my finger on it. Exactly. You know, and they're very talented voice actors themselves, anyways. Um, and that's uh, one thing you're probably going to learn from the two of us is we we really like voice acting because good voice acting in video games. Can make or break them. Oh, I'm a huge fan of voice actors in general. Oh yeah, like, just, that is what makes my little my little nerdy brain tingle. Yeah, maybe we'll we'll go back and we'll do a <laughs> do a nice little episode on that, like our favorite voice acting or something. You know, ooh, mm, 
That that sounds like a fun one. Spicy meatball. Oh yeah, maybe even like break down some of our favorite games and what we liked. Oh man. But Ooh. I digress. Yeah. We're still talking about couch co-op. I don't know the status of the new Avengers game other than I heard some people didn't like it. That's really all I've heard about it. Yeah, there was a problem with the loot system. Just like uh, it, it's starting to become like a reoccurring thing. It doesn't matter who the developer is. When you got like a loot shooter or something like that of any mm-hmm. type of sort, uh, it's not technically a loot shooter, but when you have games that are like that, they're kind of like this light RPG type mm-hmm. of game that you play with your friends and you gain loot. Uh, the problem we're running into is like these games come out and hey, your loot pool is not that large. It's right. a problem. That, it's the biggest problem that people have with Anthem. Anthem had some of its own issues, but the biggest issue people had was there's not enough stuff. Yeah, there's really not. Yeah, and like, that stuff doesn't get dropped out of the loot pool when you've gotten it already. So you can yeah. end up with 17 copies of the same thing. Yeah, and then like the the end game was kind of an issue. But that comes down to like just not having in-game gear and not having in-game content. And I think uh, it's part of the problem is we're being a little bit too harsh on that because we want to go back and we'll be like, oh, well, you know, Destiny's doing it right and Borderlands is doing it right. They had some practice in there, and it didn't Destiny come out Destiny gave us the loot cave, yeah. and that's all I have to say about that. Like, yeah. that is a conversation ender. Just say, loot cave. Oh, yeah, they got rid and of that. people actually, will disappear. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I had a few friends that stopped playing the game because the loot yeah, cave went away. that's not a joke. It's a real thing. <laughs> hey, man, sometimes you got to make it to the top as quickly as possible. Absolutely. Okay. Listen, it is your responsibility as a gamer to perform as well as you can. Especially oh. in these games that require cooperative in-game content, like high-level content, like in Destiny. There's a lot of stuff I missed out on because I literally just wasn't high enough level. Like, yeah. I, as a gamer, could have accomplished these tasks, maybe, but the game wouldn't let me because I didn't have good enough gear. Exactly. and Which is fair. Yeah, and a lot of times we, it took us a little while to build that, like, friend base. We mm-hmm. didn't really get to it until, like, Destiny 2. Because, like, Destiny 1, we had a hard time searching, hard time finding... And then Destiny 2, they're like, oh, wait, a lot of players had this issue. So let's do this mm-hmm. whole, like, you know, guided games or, hey, you can jump into this and get thrown in with a few random people on this. So th- they made some good changes to that. I mean, with the playlist and stuff, that was cool. And other games are starting to get into that. But what I was really going at there is, like, these, I think we're being a little bit too harsh, but at the same time, developers aren't giving themselves enough time. Like, they're telling other people, like, oh, yeah, we can get this game done by this period. Right. And they don't know, like, they don't have an idea of what they're doing. Like, Anthem's biggest problem was the problem that Destiny almost had, which is, hey, we're going to change our idea for this project oh, yeah. before we release it. And, like, luckily Bungie was able to pull off of that and like fix it and get it going. Mm-hmm. And it, it turned out good. Cause they, they gave us a solid game to start with. There was issues with it, but not as many issues. And it was something that we can continue with and we could go with. And we enjoyed it from the beginning. It was a great story. It had good voice acting mm-hmm. in it as well. Uh, with Nathan Fillion being one of my favorite voice actors, period. Listen, that man is just Canada's greatest export of all time. I will defend Nathan Fillion until the what? day I die. That's that's a bold statement, but uh, part of me could probably back that with you. Oh, there. I absolutely love the man. Oh yeah. Have you seen his hair? Oh my god, he's phenomenal. It's phenomenal. I'm trying to do it myself here lately. Not very well. Anyway, but yeah. Now getting back into couch co-op, man. It. I want to see more. 
I do want to see more. I think that they're, but I don't, I don't think we're going to see it in the games that we think we should see it in. You know, I think that couch, I think couch co-op is going to be more like the overcooked type of games. You know, more where, arcade style games, less yeah. like narrative driven, more just open. To yeah, play like let's kind of have things. some big time, real friend friend fun. Let's you know, it's cooperative, but at the same time you can get in each other's way. So it's kind of mm. like you could lose or make a friendship out of this game. Listen, Overcooked like nailed me entirely as a fan for life when I found out there was a dedicated swear button. Oh yeah, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so great. It's the most ridiculous little cloud of anger around your head. Oh yeah, I loved it. I used to make you spam it. Um, I was gonna do that regardless. Yeah, I should do that playing it by myself. Right, especially once you get into like the ice world, like the ice oh, levels. God, oh my it just god, gets so bad. Oh god, that's that's something we're gonna have to discover again later. Is talking about those different types of levels in video games. Holy crap. <laughs> but um you know man i just couch co-op has actually made our life and you actually have two top fives that you're working on that's going to be our youtube channel at this point maybe yeah you know i don't want to give away anything no spoilers here on the podcast you're gonna have to check out that video when it comes out uh but oh sorry delayed spoilers for all of those games that uh he worked on, oh God, I can't remember his name all of a sudden. Nolan North. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Spoilers for all of the Nolan North projects. Wow, that was oh, that was terrible. A little delayed there. You all right? You having a little bit of fun? No, I'm just, you know. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Right. Yeah, we're really big, if you haven't noticed yet, we're really big fans of long pauses. They don't amount to anything. It's not my fault. I've sustained a lot of head trauma. Sometimes I forget. Oh, yeah, well, you know. It's yeah. Well, you don't, you don't, you don't make mothers mad. So, but uh, I'm sorry, I forgot what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we were talking about couch co-op. It's couch co-op has always been such a phenomenal thing. I mean, that's where a lot of gamers in our age bracket kind of got their start was playing on like Super Nintendo. Um, excuse me, Nintendo 64, like those were the really predominant consoles when we were younger, at least where we grew up. Oh yeah. Um, very few people had Genesis and things like that. Not saying those were bad consoles. It's just, I personally didn't have a lot of people that I knew that had one. It was usually super Nintendo. That's what everybody had. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah, I, I got a really good experience in it cause that was a majority of what I played when I was younger because I had a brother that was seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the reason why I played half the games I played. I probably played a lot of games I shouldn't have played at a younger age. Yeah. Uh, you know, that. Duke Nukem being one of them, you know, I was a little bit young to be playing that, but it was fun, you know, and with my brother there, it was, he could kind of ease me past some of the more mature stuff that I probably wasn't supposed mm-hmm. to be exposed to. Um, but, you know, we played a lot of games like Time Crisis was one, you know, I used to love playing that. Time Crisis was the only reason that I would ever go to arcades. Yeah, yeah, and then like when I saw those on console, which those don't always those types of games didn't no, always no, no, no. they didn't always add up. Like I tried playing Cruising USA at home on their controller. <laughs> Cruising USA. Cruising. Yeah, wow, no. Really bringing it back. If you double tap the gas pedal, you can make your car do a wheelie. Oh, uh, dude, 
I used to get the Humvee. Oh, the, you uh, too? Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. I had that thing on two wheels <laughs> in Hawaii, bro. Um, not on the same side of the vehicle either. Yeah, we don't want to talk about it. Okay. Listen, things yeah. happened. It got bad. He's been banned from all graphic representations, digital or real, of Hawaii. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. But no, they... <laughs> but no, man, they... You know, not all of them, like, Cruising USA was not near as fun. And it probably had a lot to do with the cabinet itself. No, for sure. And, you know, just that feeling hey of man, being in a car. Hydro Thunder is still, in my opinion, one of the greatest arcade games ever made. Oh, yes. And you just don't get the same feeling not in the cabinet. Exactly. But, I mean, we could probably do an entire episode on the difference between an arcade port and, yeah. you know, the home release. Yeah, but, I mean, they, they still attempted to do those because those could have been... Because you didn't always get that effect in the cabinet. It was like, okay, I take a turn, you take a turn. Okay, mm-hmm. we're out of mom and dad's quarters. Right. Um, you each get 75 cents. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, being able to play some of them at home, some of them did translate, some of them didn't, you know. Um, Probably the best co-op arcade game I ever saw translated was Gauntlet Dark Legacy. Oh, yes. There was a four-man, or I'm sorry, four-person arcade cabinet. That was not too far away from where we grew up. That it was really good. Dark Legacy or Legends? No, Dark Legacy, not Gauntlet Legends. Gauntlet Legends is the superior game. Yeah, but it was only on Nintendo sixty four. Oh, okay, I didn't know about the Dark Legacy, man. You never showed that to me. Nope, it was at the tilt. Oh wow, I thought we were family. So we were. <laughs> but no, yeah, I don't know man. how to respond to that. Yeah, no, Leg- Legends was what attached me to. Uh, Gauntlet. Gauntlet series. Legends was my favorite game in the franchise and one of my all time favorites yeah, from just, the Nintendo 64. Yeah, just on the fact that I could control my items being on. Yeah, and off. I could turn on and off my items instead of having to use them all immediately. Yeah, it was great because I could save that Halo from when I opened the box and death came out after me and I had no potions. Yeah, or if I needed to activate my Phoenix Familiar or the triple shot or the five way shot for a oh, boss yeah. fight. Oh yeah, you like, say that. He's all like, "Urg, I'm a dragon," and you're like, "Bye bye." Oh yeah, it was so good. You're welcome for those amazing sound effects, by the way. Oh yeah, we're for hire on that, you know. So call me, call me one eight hundred. Who did it? Yeah, that's right. But nah, man. Um, what were what was your fondest memory of a couch co-op game? Just uh, any game you've ever played, no matter what console generation, no matter who you played with, what was it? Uh, my fondest memory is uh, like a legitimate couch co-op. Uh, it's it's kind of a tie, but I'm going to go ahead and choose one right now. Mm-hmm. And it was what I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. You always kind of shake your head at me when I say it, but Cutthroat Island. Oh, he's like, going to do it again. I, dude, no. I, me and my brother <clears throat> loved playing that game. I actually enjoyed the movie when I was younger, too. I used to watch it a mm-hmm. lot. And, like, the game was just so much fun. Because me and my brother go through there, and, like, they had ridiculous combos that just don't even make sense. But when we went through, we destroyed that game. Every little bit of it. We played every which way. And guess what? We never actually bought the game. We went to oh, Blockbuster. Got... Oh, it's Blockbuster. I knew it. Yeah. Or either Movie Gallery. Let's Ooh, not forget that's... about that place. Eesh. Um. You know, we went to one of those and we rented the game and we would play it and then we'd take it back because we probably beat it. Mm-hmm. And then when we felt like playing it again, we'd go get it. You know, so there was a lot of fun things, but man, 
I mean, that that is one of my fondest memories. But there was also the one game my grandfather would play with us. And it wasn't a co-op game. But it's just my fondest memory in general mm-hmm. of video games. Mario Golf on the Nintendo. Oh, let me guess. You got smoked in that game too, didn't you? By oh, your dude, grandpa. my grandfather Oof. killed me in that game. Old men are secret champs. Right? He he destroyed us in the game. He loved playing it. It was only the only two games we ever played with him on Nintendo was that and uh, Magic Darts. Oh wow! And Magic Darts. I hated playing that game oh, with my brother because he figured out the special inputs for every single character. So he always picked the robot and then would, you know, reach out and extend stick it on its there. arm to just drop it on the board instead of oh. having to throw it. Oh god, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You owe it to yourselves to go back and. I don't know, find like an emulator or something somewhere. I don't know, maybe Nintendo offers it on their small console that they made. I, I don't know, find it somewhere. You owe it to yourselves to play one of those two games. I don't know, man. That's pretty savage. Oh, yeah. It's it's great fun. So we are getting a little close to the end. Um, I hope you enjoyed our little trivia segment. It was definitely uh, entertaining. Let me know. Don't forget, guys, in that comment, you can tell us about the entire show. Let me know how I did on the trivia, okay? Let us know what other trivia you would be willing to let us listen to. And uh, also, if you're listening on a podcast, still write us, you know? Give us a review. Mm-hmm. Let us know how we're doing and be a part of it, you know? We want your feedback. Exactly. And also, please, guys, check the subscription. There's a lot of different ways if you are willing, if you're... Enjoy what you've heard so far, and you want us to keep carrying on. You know, there are different ways to help us out. Uh, I try to put things in there to where if you're looking for something for yourself and you want to support us at the same time without having to give us anything, you know, there's some links in there for that as well with the different affiliate links and stuff. So, you know, please uh, feel free to leave us those comments, leave us those reviews. Absolutely. We're waiting to hear from you guys. Excuse me. Try not to ask too much if you find folks at home, but if you would, please, I would love to hear your personal stories of your favorite co-op moments from your childhood. Anything that you played with a sibling or a friend, whatever you can look back on fondly and remember. I really want to hear about it. So if you would, please get down in the comments. We'll talk about it. Oh, yes, please do that. I, well, I'll be more than happy to answer you, because especially at this juncture, we're more than capable of jumping on and having full-on conversations with you. No, absolutely. Oh, yeah, we'll just comment back and forth. We'll, we'll tear out the whole thing, get blocked. Listen, you guys act like I have anything else to do. Exactly. It's all about engaging you. It's having some fun with you, because this show isn't just for us. This is for gamers, by gamers. This is This is us, you know? So with that, all that being said... I'd like to thank all of you for this time. And remember, for whom the bell trolls. It trolls for thee. Good night, everybody. Sweet dreams. <laughs>